I, my philosophy has always been like, you know, do it until you can't do it anymore and then do a little bit more and maybe squeeze a little bit more out of yourself. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey guys, welcome back to Hello Beauty. I have Carrie Benjamin of Stacked Skincare here. She's the founder and she's an esthetician. She has a product line called Stacked Skincare and she has a spa as well in Santa Monica. And she's also a writer for Forbes. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for spending time with me today. So I'm sure everyone knows already, but for those who don't, or for the few that don't, what is Stacked Skincare? So Stacked Skincare is a methodology that I developed mm-hmm. in my spa where I combine or stack various procedures for maximum efficacy. So it's all about different ways of gently exfoliating the skin and using tools to drive active ingredients down and deeper. Mm -hmm. And then I took that same methodology from the spa and developed the consumer line off of it. So I made it safe for consumers to treat their skin at home and really get the results uh, like like they would with a professional. Oh, that's amazing. Walk me through the process of starting Stacked Skincare. So how I started the whole company? Yeah, I mean, did you have a business background? How did you start finding the manufacturer, the packaging, creating the branding? Yep, so I left my former career. I spent 14 years in digital media. Uh, I worked for Microsoft for a long time. I was actually one of the very first people in Microsoft's MSN division. Uh, Spent uh, seven years there. And then um, I also spent a couple years at DoubleClick. Um, My whole life I've struggled with eczema. really pretty like severely and it really got to the point where um after several MRSA infections and a hospitalization and I really I felt like I needed to figure out what, how to uh basically manage my own skin because the doctors really weren't helping me and um I just started experimenting a lot with different oils and things like that and I really was started I wanted to move in this direction not only to help myself but to help other people I felt like in order to do that it was really important for me to first become an esthetician and a skincare expert I basically didn't want to be that high-tech girl that slapped a label on a bottle you know that had eczema so I really you know and I really did need to figure out how to cure my own skin so um, I went and became an esthetician launched my practice through that was where I developed this methodology of um, stacking various procedures and um, because of my business background, I do think, you know, it was, I, it was very hard. I had to learn obviously skin and about skin. Um, and then also just, you know, learn how to like work on people's skin and touching people, you know, it was very different than, you know, sitting in, you know, meetings, um, what have you. So anyways, built up the skincare practice and with the intention of wanting to launch the product line but i really understood that if i wanted to have a successful company i felt like it was really important for me to start at the ground which was you know really working with my hands and understanding skin and treating you know all different kinds of skin issues um so being able to leverage my business background really was helpful um 
to then actually, you know, move into that. So I spent several years in the spa just doing that. And um, it also really helped me come up with my perspective of what I wanted my skincare line to be like. I didn't want to be a me too, you know, a cleanser, moisturizer, toner, vitamin C. Like I really felt like we, I've able to really differentiate myself um, and come up with something more importantly that actually really works, that addresses people's skin concerns and that they can do it at home. Yeah. So with your corporate background, were you an esthetician on the side and then started building stack skincare? No, I left my former career um, and just went all in. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, moved down here from San Francisco and um, was really ready to, mm -hmm. to, to, you know, to start this journey. So um, went into aesthetic school and just started it from the ground up. Wow. I've done every job at this company. I, you know, when I first started, I, I self-funded this company and have built it bit by bit. Um, and so, you know, I would be in the spa all day and then I would go into my other office and pack up boxes and then I would answer emails and I was just kind of doing that until, you know, as we, as, as I grew, I was able to, you know, start to hire a team and a warehouse and That's build out amazing. the, build out yeah. the company. What advice would you give to someone to um, starting a business and not, you know, waste money? Because I know like starting your own business, it's kind of like you have all these expenses suddenly coming in. So what is your advice in preventing that? I mean, do it slowly. Don't get ahead of yourself and do it as much as you possibly can on your own. I, I never wanted to go and raise money. I never felt like throwing a bunch of money at something was going to be the solution. I think, you know, working hard and doing it um, bit by bit, you know, forced me to, you know, make better decisions. You know, it was my own money and, um, and I had to really think about what I was doing. You know, mm -hmm. I've obviously made mistakes along yes. the way, but, um, but I think that, you know, doing things slowly and, um, and testing things out and also, um, you know, having the understanding that you can pivot. So mm -hmm. if, you know, things aren't working, then, you know, you can go in a different direction. So I started out really small. You know, I wasn't buying 10,000 units, 20,000 units, you know, more. I I started out with 100, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, maybe my profit margin wasn't mm -hmm. as high, but the risk was a lot lower. And yeah. it also allowed me to kind of figure out, you know, mm -hmm. what's working? What are people going to respond to? Yeah. What are people going to buy? And Yeah, so that's how you tested your market with, like, those 100 units first and then kind of just, like put it out there and see who would, you know, purchase it and whatnot, and then just increase like, you know, your, your packaging and the amount of units you would buy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So over time, um, when I was shipping about a thousand boxes a month out of my house and my husband was like <laughs> thinking I was insane. <laughs> I'm like, I think I need a warehouse. So I, my philosophy has always been like, you know, do it until you can't do it anymore and then do a little bit more mm -hmm. and maybe squeeze a little bit more out of yourself before you go and, you know, really try to, you know, move into a warehouse or buy more inventory or get a, get another factory or whatever, you know, whatever the next step was in the business. I really um, tried to take a very thoughtful approach to it. Yeah. How did you juggle that? I mean, just doing it all by yourself and maybe even a relationship, family, friends. I, w I was working a lot. Still, you know, as an entrepreneur, you work a lot mm -hmm. and you're all in. So mm -hmm. you're kind of never really leaving it, even if you're away from your office. But um, I, I don't know if I did a good job of juggling it. Maybe I was working a little bit too much. But, um, you know, it's what you do when you're building a company. So I, th I still, you know, 
had a good time and saw my friends, but a lot of my time was spent working. How, what were the challenges that you faced early on and how did you beat them? I don't really know that I have like some huge challenge. I mean, the biggest challenge was really, I think, becoming an esthetician. So, you know, I didn't really know anything about mm -hmm. skin and, and I certainly didn't know about how to treat people's skin. So that was a, a big thing to overcome and learn. Um, and I just dove in, you know, I, I, I bought this machine. Um, it's called a silk pill microdermabrasion machine when I was still in aesthetic school. My friends all thought I was crazy because I was like, but I'm, I have to learn this now because, you know, I don't want to like get my license and then start figuring it out. So basically, you know, I bought this machine that I knew was like one of the best technologies on the market that an esthetician could buy. And basically, you know, I was like, asked my friends, you know, whoever, whoever wanted to sign up, you know, <laughs> to be my guinea pig yeah. <laughs> so I could start to like learn really, you know, mm -hmm. what I was going to be doing ultimately. Because I knew that I didn't want to go work for anybody else. That was never my intention. Um, mm -hmm. I always wanted my own company and I had no intention of going and working for like another spa and being an esthetician, you know, under mm -hmm. somebody else. So, you know, taking that time while I was in school to really learn about skin and having a few guinea pigs come in here and there and letting me, you know, uh, treat their skin. Yeah. Um, I think that was the biggest hurdle I had to overcome. And then from there, just, you know, getting clients in and, you know, slowly building up, mm -hmm. you know, my reputation. And Yeah. Well, what was your strategy in getting clients in? So having the digital media marketing background also really helped me in understanding, um, that I need, so the, one of the reasons why I wanted the silk pill machine was I understood I needed to find people who had skin issues and, you know, help solve those. And anti-aging is just too ubiquitous. It wasn't like something that you, you know, as a new esthetician, I didn't really feel I could find people. So, you know, the silk pill machine um, could treat acne, it could treat hyperpigmentation, it could treat fine lines. And so I understood how to market that, you know, mm -hmm. through either SEO and, um, you know, other, other ways, um, Yelp, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was sort of how I got started was, mm -hmm. um, finding those people. And then uh, that was sort of my, my launching pad to then, you know, finding more Then those clients would write on Yelp. And then that's when I started to figure out like, oh, I could take this machine and combine it with peels and look how much better of a result I got. And mm -hmm. then I started combining it with dermaplaning and, microneedling and oxygen therapy. And so, you know, slowly, slowly was realizing how I could really, really change people's skin. Um, mm -hmm. I really became kind of an expert at treating people's acne yeah. and their hyperpigmentation. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it's just, you know, people started leaving Yelp reviews and I just kind of like started becoming like an in-demand esthetician. Oh, yeah. I mean, I found you. I was like, oh, the, <laughs> these products are amazing. Um, what is it that differentiates stack skincare from the rest? You know, I think my philosophy of combining uh, tools, peels, and serums is, is very different. I don't really see that a lot. And so, you know, again, uh, well, and I think one of the biggest things that really differentiates me is I'm all about empowering my customers and my clients. Um, it gets really expensive to see an esthetician. I'm not, I think you still need to see an esthetician, mm -hmm. um, but I also do think it, it's really important to treat your skin at home. It's it's kind of like, you know, if you want a nice figure or a nice body, you gotta go to the gym, you know? And it's the same thing with your skin. You gotta treat it at home. You can't just go to your trainer once a week and expect mm -hmm. to like, you know, look great. You gotta make an effort. And so I really wanted to empower people to treat their skin at home in a much more sophisticated way. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
having that real world experience in the spa and understanding ingredients, understanding how things work together and being able to develop something that was safe for people to use at home and they would get really great results. So that's how this product line came about because you had this philosophy of that, you know, anyone can do this at home and it's all about maintenance. You really can, you know, not to say that you were kind of mm-hmm. completely, yeah. you know, replace an esthetician, but I certainly think you can space your treatments out a lot further mm-hmm. by using our product line. And um, especially for people that have concerns with acne and hyperpigmentation, I mean, you can't just do it, you know, once a month with an esthetician. You really need to be treating your skin at home. It, you know, for me, it's all about prevention, correction, and, and um, maintenance. Mm-hmm. And so you can do that at home. Yeah. And it's also about being more informative about your skin. Because, like, you can just go to your esthetician every now and then, but without knowing or having the knowledge to have you know kind of keep those acne at bay then what's the point right and that's the other way that um i really love to empower our customers and my clients Mm -hmm. is you know i right when i launched i started a blog and we also have videos and i just try to produce a lot of content that people can come to our site and really feel like they can get the information that they need and it's just like it's honest and straightforward and mm. you know it's kind of like no bs you know yeah. and we really i really pride myself on just you know and if if we don't have the information on the site you know and i start to realize we'll fill in gaps but you know we also have um, our customer service line hello at stack skincare and we answer you know questions same day um mm-hmm. if you're if you email us before five o'clock uh california time and um, the people that manage that are super knowledgeable about now skin and our own products. So we really try to help every single person that, you know, that contacts us in a very personal way. So what is one skincare myth that you'd like to straighten out? That your hair does not grow back thicker and darker if you dermaplane it. <laughs> I was just about to ask. Yeah, it's not the same hair. The vellus hair on your face is it's baby hair. It's yeah. the peach fuzz. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the same type of hair. And it's actually not really growing back thicker and darker. <laughs> it's just hair grows at a blunt edge. Mm-hmm. So as it's growing out, it feels a little thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's actually not. The other myth, I think, is that a lot of people think that they have sensitive skin. Uh, There are sensitive skin conditions like eczema, Mm -hmm. you know, rosacea, psoriasis. And there are skins, there are things that people can be sensitive to, like vitamin C, Mm -hmm. you know, or like react. But most people that think they have sensitive skin, what I have found in my own skincare practice is that they're just not used to doing stuff to their skin. And so if their skin reacts and has a little inflammation, which isn't a big deal, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can calm inflammation down pretty easily and quickly, but they tend to get a little overreactive. And it's like, if you just kind of stick with it, Mm -hmm. you know, with the different types of exfoliation, your skin will adjust. It's it's an amazing way that um, your skin can adjust pretty easily. But a lot of times people think that they have really sensitive skin and most of the time they really don't Mm -hmm. they're just like too afraid to do anything does that make sense (laughs) yeah yeah it totally makes sense that's why it's like um whenever i get treatments done it's like my face is so red and then michael my boyfriend freaks out when i get home he's like what happened to your face i'm like that's just normal it's gonna go down in a few hours like i already know like i mean that my skin is sensitive in that sense but it's just a reaction because you know things are done to my face so it's just gonna yeah. result in that look for now you know exactly and like when yeah. you go get a facial mm-hmm. you want something done like yeah. I always tell people if you want a massage <laughs> just go get the massage therapist and then just have him massage your face if you want that yeah. otherwise <laughs> you want somebody to get in there and like scrape your face off nothing I do is painful yeah um and usually pretty much everyone leaves my spa with their skin looking glowing and dewy. Mm. Sometimes they're a little red from microneedling, and maybe if you have a lot of extractions, you know, of course you're a little red, but that usually comes down within a couple hours. 
Yes. But my goal is to have them leave looking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Not not like they just got beaten up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't mention dermaplaning. I do want to learn more about it. It's like one of the hottest tools right now. So, and Stack Skincare has this. I, I love the feel of it. It's like pretty heavy, so mm -hmm. good quality materials. And you did mention to me, like, as a makeup artist, I should have this in my kit. It's like one of the number one tools that I should have and even use it on my model. So I was pretty hesitant just like thinking about that because, you know, I was already kind of afraid to use it on myself. But in other models, you're saying that uh, this is actually pretty easy to use even in other people like a, a newbie can use it. So I shouldn't be afraid of using it. You should not be afraid of using yeah. it at all. Mm -hmm. I, we designed it specifically for consumers to use at home and get mm -hmm. very similar results to what I do in the spa. In the spa, I use a 10-blade scalpel. Um, so this is a, you know, it's a stainless steel handle with a replaceable head, a replaceable blade. Um, you know, we made this... Um, this little white plastic piece here. Yeah. So when you dermaplane, you want to be at a 45 degree angle to your skin. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why we made this piece to make it super easy for you to like achieve yeah. sort of that angle. Wow. Um, and when you dermaplane, you want clean, dry skin. The drier, the better. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to get the most amount of dead skin mm -hmm. and peach fuzz up. One of the things also that's, a you know, dermaplaning is an exfoliation technique that obviously also is going to remove your peach fuzz, but it's really one of the best exfoliation techniques. I mean, you're going to really remove that dead skin in a non-abrasive way. Mm -hmm. So it's going to instantly smooth and brighten your skin. Yeah. It's going to allow for better product penetration, but it's also going to let your makeup go on so much easier. It's also much better if you're going to be doing camera work, mm -hmm. especially with these HD. You know, you you won't actually see like the peach fuzz and stuff. So your makeup's going to go on better, and I'm yeah. sure the camera person will be much happier with you. But it's really easy to use. You know, yeah. clean, dry skin. Um, I like to hold the handle, so uh, you know my fingers sort of like on the on the stainless steel handle to give you the best grip. Yeah. And then you just want your hand behind the blade and you're just gonna do light feather strokes down. When I do it in my spa, I like to go up. We designed the tool, you can do it that way by yourself. I find when I dermaplane my, myself and it's easier to go down. Easier. But you can, as long as your hand's behind the blade, however you're doing mm -hmm. it, um, you know, just kind of pulling your skin taut. Yeah. I always recommend to start on the cheeks um, because it's a flat surface and it's easier. And then once you kind of get a hang of it after one or two tries, you can start like kind of doing the jawline and, uh -huh. you know, going around your face. And then you can apply your skincare right after. Yep. You want to apply your skincare right after. You can combine it with your serums, your peels, microneedling, um, which is really the whole stack skincare regimen. Right? Oh, so like after dermaplaning, you do microneedling. You can do that. Yeah. You would dermaplane. So you always want to cleanse, exfoliate. Um, you're going to treat with your serums, and then you can use your microneedling. So you would exfoliate with your dermaplaning tool. You could apply our TCA peel. Mm -hmm. If you were going to do the whole treatment, yeah. like this would be like oh, your Sunday night thing maybe. Yeah. You know, you dermaplane, you <laughs> use your, you use your um, TCA peel. Um, you could apply our serums, and then you use your microneedling tool to drive that down and deeper. The, the peel self-neutralizes, so you're just going to go to bed and wake mm -hmm. up the next morning and cleanse as usual, and your skin will be uh, yeah. like brighter and yeah. And is it a mistake to microneedle um, before skincare? Or is it, uh, do you recommend um, microneedling after your skincare? You mean after putting serums on? Yeah, after putting serums. Um, it's kind of a personal preference. You mm -hmm. can do, um, it depends on the serum. So if you're using multiple serums, you, I like to put the thinner ones, like the more watery ones mm -hmm. on first, and then like a hyaluronic acid that might be just a little bit thicker. I, so I would roll with the thinner ones, like our mm -hmm. plant stem cell serum. And then... Um, finish with our hyaluronic acid serum. Yeah, and you said uh, that dermaplaning treats like texture and even acne, right? So it's good for that. 
it wouldn't treat acne. If you have active acne, you don't want a dermaplane. Mm -hmm. If you have a pimple, work around it. Yeah. But what it's great for is preventing acne because the exfoliation is going to keep your, you know, your your mm -hmm. pores clearer, yeah. um, and it's also going to help with product penetration. So things like growth factor serums that'll speed up healing, or if you're using something like a salicylic acid, that's going to help dislodge the pores. Um, it's going to make those work better to help, you know, keep your keep your acne at bay. Yes. And you have this new amazing calming CBD elixir. Tell just, me more about yeah, it. Yeah, we just launched this on Monday. Yeah. Um, I love this product. It's a 99.6% pure CBD. It's really great for calming inflammation. It smells uh, amazing it's, too. It's amazing. The essential oils and the liposomes in there are what are going to drive the CBD down deeper. Mm. Um, so it's great for inflammation, uh, soothing headaches, oh. um, hydration. Mm -hmm. It's in a um, hemp seed and rosehips oil. So it's really lightweight oil that's great for all skin types from oily to dry. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's just basically what you would use as the last step. I love to I love to dermaplane and just apply it. Uh -huh. It's also CBD. Um, most people don't know this is one of the most uh, potent antioxidants. So it's actually mm. more potent than vitamin C or E. Oh really? So yeah. it's really great to use during the day mm -hmm. uh, to to protect your skin. One of the things that you really need to make sure of when you're buying a CBD product is that so ours is 99.6 percent mm. pure CBD. So mm -hmm. It's it's in the um, in the refining process, mm -hmm. so we can sell ours anywhere in the world. So if you don't have a, a pure CBD, it it will actually still have THC in it, mm -hmm. and um, so number one, it's not as effective, mm -hmm. and then number two, um, you've got some issues with the legality of selling it. You know, in, exactly. in certain states. Do you think um, there are some people that would kind of be um, sensitive or allergic to CBD because like you know how like we said there, um, there are some people that are, are uh, sensitive to vitamin C for example will have reactions I mean I've never read anything mm -hmm. on that and I would I wouldn't think so mm -hmm. just because it's it's just a natural product that's mm -hmm. just been distilled down from you know basically a plant um, but the the potency of CBD and the effects it has I mean I use it on my eczema as well and i've seen how it's really been helping calm some of that inflammation um and i've also really noticed how much it's hydrating my skin because i'm constantly dry i mean i can take a bath and a vat of oil get out 30 minutes later i'm like dry <laughs> so <laughs> so i know it's been helping a lot with that where do you draw inspiration from you know creating all these um, product lines even the design and the packaging of your brand and just the look of your website also is really pretty and also your Instagram. Thank you. Um, so all of the products, the inspiration came from you know, my my work in my spa mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, spending so many years working on different clients and like we talked about figuring out what works. But we have an amazing art director. So mm -hmm. she's really responsible for making everything pretty. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously, I work yeah. very closely with her. Mm -hmm. And um, we just launched this new packaging this month, which I'm so excited about. I mean, you know, again, you know, I've built the company bit by bit. And so um, when we launched, it was with stock packaging from the lab with labels, because that's what I could afford. Mm -hmm. This was a massive investment and a really big undertaking in designing an entire because it's, you know, I also launched with like three products. Now we have a whole product line. So picking, you know, components and Designing the bottles and the boxes and everything was a was a pretty big undertaking, but I think she did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. So with all this, you know, slew of massive skincare and makeup brands coming out, how do you stay relevant in the beauty industry? 
uh, my skincare line and Stack Skincare is very different. Um, the way that my methodology is in treating skin, um, the way that I've really tried to empower customers, and the fact that there's an esthetician behind the brand is very different than a lot of brands that sort of just, you know, kind of, you know, threw a lot of marketing dollars at it, but didn't really have an, a skincare expert behind it. So I think a combination of all of those things and, and me just, you know, continuing to stay up on, um, you know, I, I'm not a trendy, you know, I, I, the reason why I really wanted to do CBD wasn't, and I started developing this a while ago before, you know, now it's kind of just hitting, which mm -hmm. is sort of ironic, but because I knew about the anti-inflammatory the anti -inflammatory properties of CBD. And when I develop things, not only is it for myself, but also understanding, you know, um, obviously this, how we're going to treat certain skin conditions and how it fits into the whole overall product line. So anything that I ever bring into the product line has to make sense and it has to fit in with the whole philosophy. Yeah, I was about to say, like just you being an esthetician, there's that solid knowledge and like, you know, kind of background towards skincare. You know, it's just like a no BS type of line already, not just because, oh, you know, I, these are the cute colors for now. These are the cute, you know, mm -hmm. um, packaging for now. And let me bring it out. Like, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, all of the formulas in our product line are they're effective and they're effective because I spend a lot of money on them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not um, and, and, and in the right, it, I think we have an, ama I have an amazing lab and an amazing chemist and we work incredibly well together and we do, th we do a lot of iterations before, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, this is the product that is going to do what I know it's going to do and what I say it's going to do. Mm -hmm. So anytime, you know, um, I don't bring anything yeah. um, out to the market and to sell to our customers unless mm -hmm. I 100% believe, you know, that it's. If, if I'm going to put my name on it, I have to, you yeah. know, I have to believe in it. Yeah. When you come up with a new product or like a skincare, do you um, have it first in your head or you're like mixing it at home and then you bring it to your chemist or do you guys just like usually work closely together and come up with something after? I usually come up with the ideas mm -hmm. and go to my lab. Um, even like we have a, I think it's a pretty cool product. It's a lip peel. So one of my philosophies is peels, not scrubs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, scrubs are, I could go into a whole thing about why, which could be do another podcast yeah, if you want. Definitely. But <laughs> um, but you know, um I you know, it's the same thing with the lips, you know, like the only way to exfoliate your lips um, prior to my my hydrating lip peel was scrubs and I'm just not a fan of it mm -hmm. and it doesn't really do anything so I challenged my lab to develop a lip peel for me and they're like you can't peel your lips and I'm like I know you can put lactic acid on your lips. Mm -hmm. So they came up with this really innovative um uh, it's an edible grade lactic and glycolic mm -hmm. with fruit extracts and it's in a cute little bottle with a roll-on um, and so it just gently exfoliates your lips and hydrates them and it also leaves like a nice like primer feeling so it's actually really great if you want to put some lipstick on it over top mm -hmm. of it um, so I I don't know where I, I kind of come up with these ideas mm -hmm. um, and then I challenge them to help me figure out how to <laughs> develop the product yeah so how do you convince them into saying like like what he said like it can work you know <laughs> like is it's like a few days of just convincing them because maybe like they're just not used to hearing that or not used to creating it or they've just never done it before certainly the lip peel they hadn't so that one mm -hmm. took us a while yeah i was definitely like bugging them a lot i'm like where's my lip peel they're like well, right well he's like i'm trying to figure it out <laughs> i was like just send me some lactic acid and let me see how that works yeah. <laughs> but um yeah in the end um I think he made an amazing product and uh, people love it. So when you're not working, what do you like to do in your downtime? 
Well, I definitely spent a lot of time with my buddy Jack, mm. my adorable black shih tzu that's sitting over here, here in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know, I kind of just hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely like to get out of the country once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I tend to hang out in my backyard a lot. I got a um, big, big pool and um, I don't know, just kind of like relax with friends. Yeah. Get out, go to dinners, have some wine. Yeah. Kind of like, I guess, what everybody does in L.A. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Were you born and raised here? No. Uh, mm-hmm. I've made a full circle. I was here when I was a kid. Then I was technically raised in uh, in Northern Virginia, right mm-hmm. outside D.C. Yeah. Then I left there in my mid-20s, went to San Francisco, which is really what I call home. That's where all my close friends are. So I spent 14 years there, and then I moved back down here nine years ago. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and mo- a motto, say hello to the beauty in you. So what it, what advice would you give those that are trying to discover their beauty within? Confidence. You know, I mean, I think that the number one way to feel beautiful is to feel confident in yourself. Um, and then I think the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. And then also good skincare. <laughs> I also want to touch up quickly on like you write for Forbes. That's very interesting. How did you get started in that? They had approached me. They do mm-hmm. this. Um, uh, it's a Forbes LA Business Council. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know we do like a monthly um, article with them, writing about you know entrepreneurial things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting. We've been doing this series now for the past three or four months. Just basically, I get a lot of questions all the time about like. How did I start this? How did I do that? How did I find a lab? How did I, you know, just how? So we've tried to break it down, um, you know, finding a lab, finding a factory, doing the packaging. So we've got this whole series going on right now. I can't remember what the next one is. We're... um, we just launched packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the next one we're doing is web design. Yeah, I did see that. I think you even put like how to self-fund your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the one we started with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the inspiration for it was basically that's like, cool. you know, we get a lot of, I get questions all the time. How did I do this? So mm-hmm. figured, let me try to share it. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Well, before I let you go, what is next for Carrie Benjamin or Stack Skin Care? Um, just keep keep doing this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some exciting announcements, hopefully coming very soon. About um, uh, I probably can't talk about it yet, yeah. but you'll be mm-hmm. just stay tuned um, on our social media, and mm-hmm. we've got some pretty cool announcements. I'm hoping to make very soon in the next maybe couple, maybe month or two. That's amazing. Where can they find you? What are your social channels? Everything's at Stack Skincare. So we're mm-hmm. on Instagram, uh, Facebook. We do a little, we, I used to do some filming on YouTube. Um, we've kind of backed off that just from a, I haven't had a lot of time to do it. I'd like to get back in and do that more because now I'm a lot more comfortable on camera. Mm-hmm. Don't laugh at me from my earlier videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, those are the three main channels. And then you can always email us at hello at Stack Skincare if you have any questions. We always love to hear from everybody and we will take the time to answer any, any skincare related questions you have, product related questions or you know, throw them at us and we'll do the best to help you, whether it's with our product line or, you know, something else. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.